vegetarian, are you? I do prefer an animal-based protein. Who are you people? And what do you want with Rachel? As much as I'd love to have a lengthy conversation with you about Rachel Roth, detective, I'm afraid there's no time. You found me. I've been exposed. So the organization is sending people to kill us. We have one minute. Unless we leave right now. Or we could stay for one last glass of champagne. No one knows I'm here. I do. So does the old woman downstairs. Hello, all of you wonderful people out there in podcast land. Welcome to another episode of Black and White Reviews. My name is Chuck. And my name is Will. And tonight we are continuing our journey through the 2019 TV series Titans. And we're on episode five titled Together. Get it together, all right. Oh yeah, <laughs> they, they, they are. They are. That, that's what they are. They are together. There are more than this show. So these two episodes that we're going to be talking about tonight, not a lot happens, but a lot happens. It's 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 right. It's an it. They're they're. It's odd, especially this episode together. I I still don't know how to feel about it or what to make of it. I'm totally like I'm so confused. I'm so this, confused. To me, this is, to me, this is the filler episode of the season so far. I think these. I think both of these episodes are filler, because. Well, right. you have the backstory of episode, which we're gonna go into later next week. Later, season six, episode six. That's a that's just a backstory, we which get, I appreciate. We, but this one is just like it happens in one night. It's just one night. All in one night. It happens all in right. one night, and you, you, oh man. So I don't know if I'm upset or if I'm happy about it, but you, you introduce, you introduce the nuclear family a couple of episodes ago, and you're slowly building them up to be like the baddies. And in this episode, spoiler warrant, in this episode, their heads explode. Like, but that's the thing, though, is the way they're building up this nuclear family, though is they're going to have a whole new nuclear family down the road at some point. More than likely they will. But it's just, it's right. it's so odd how it all went down. No, I love the line. Hey, kids, it's time for a nap. Yeah, nap time, kids. And then boom, big kaboom, their heads explode. You see the, the, the red dot inside of their skulls yeah. and pop. And I'm like, why? For what? Why? Why? Why even bother? Especially like when because, you get, because, especially all, when all you because, get to the the doctor, Doctor uh, Adamson, Adamson. You get to the doctor and his whole deal, and it's like, okay, so why would you? Why? They're coming to kill you anyways. We'll get there, but they're coming to why? I don't understand why. Okay, build up this family and then unnecessarily kill them because reasons. And especially like we get to, especially like we get to the point where it's like, well, they're not gonna talk. 
They're not going to give you the information that you're looking for. They're MK Ultra brainwashed. We, we see how that whole thing takes place, which I think is a really cool concept. And that's another thing. Like, you introduced the new dad, and he's credited as Nuclear Stepdad. That is that is his working name on the show, Nuclear Stepdad. And he's he's all for it. All right, kids, let's get it right this time. And then nothing happens. It goes nowhere, and his head explodes. Well, the whole thing is a test. They're testing this out. This is all like not a test in the sense where like they're like they're being tested, but he is. This is a trial run for everything. He still has all like as he he goes into the psych ward or wherever he goes, mm-hmm. and he's got like these people lined up to fill each role. Um, I'm guessing that we're going to get more of it because we, we, we don't know like they, he talks about they a lot, this organization, we the don't know who the organization, we the don't know who it is yet. Oh, we know who it is. We, we, it's well, just the organization. Well, we know that our uh, Rachel's father is involved in some, in, in some capacity. Rachel's father is involved with the organization. Well, he's the head, or I don't know that. We don't know that. Well, because last episode, is last the episode, man. they last episode they portrayed it as oh, hit behind a portal because we watched her open a portal. So now it's like, and now we're here. We have Doctor Adamson going. Well, yeah, her fa- Yeah, I guess so. So what? Okay. What? Yep. What? Well, it's got me. In, it's got me intrigued. I'm intrigued about a couple of different things. Um, the nuclear family was one of them. I was super intrigued, but then their 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 heads exploded, and I'm more interested. I'm more interested in (laughs) that'd be funny. I'm more interested in the things that are going on in this asylum than I am anything else right now. Like I want an episode of just the the happenings in this asylum and Doctor Adamson's experiments. Um, it's really it's really funny that. Uh, next week we're going to be releasing a podcast about about um, Doctor Strange and that whole thing. And it's really weird that we did that, which is a Kubrick film. And now I'm watching this, and you have a guy strapped to a chair with his eyes open wide, and it's like this is Clockwork Orange. This is this yep. is cool. This okay. I'm I'm on board. MK Ultra brainwashing. I'm absolutely on board. Yes, please. I I want more. Um, and I, I and I don't even care that it's like they're the, the showrunners want an excuse to do like an Arkham Asylum type deal, but they're not in Gotham, so they can't do Arkham Asylum, so they just go somewhere else. I right. think that's I think that's kind of cool as well. Um, yeah, but everything and the way that this episode ended, I hated. I hate I hate <laughs> the way this episode ended. The I big reveal. The big reveal. I hate this. I hate this. And there's going to be a lot of that in the next episode that I'm going to be doing. I hate that even more. I hate everything about this storyline. I can't stand it. It's too much. And and you even well, get it like... Is, it, is, it is what the Titans... He is the actual character, in the, the leader in the Titans. Which the is, one that's introduced. Which is fine. Which is right. fine. I don't... I'm, I'm all on board with that. I just mean like the backstory and everything oh, yeah. so ham-fisted and just just 
why we don't need any of that and we'll get into all we'll get into all of that going on and then there's a line in this episode together where they're all in the barn and they're all showing off each other's powers and then it's like what can you do and he's like i can keep you all alive i what like that's that's your that's your answer that's your answer i can keep you all alive and then the whole reveal and everything else that goes along with that and beast boy is just smitten and i just i don't know the whole thing bothers me the whole thing bothers me that's I why wanted... i say that's why i say these two episodes are fillers this episode especially mm-hmm. well no i would say episode six which we're going to talk about next week um i would say that's more filler than this this the the next episode the next episode I wouldn't say is filler. The next episode is more side quest than filler, which True. there's a lot going yeah, on. It's... There's a lot going on right now and it's like you promised to protect this girl and like Rachel is supposed to be like the center right now, or at least that's what the first, you know, four or five episodes of the show was, and then you get to that episode and Things just for whatever reason change. Like you have to go away and be away from the team and do this whole thing and the reasoning and just okay. Yep. Reasons. Yeah. Reasons. reasons. A lot of reasons that we'll get. We'll get way deep into. Just. To, just. I'm just gonna say. I. I think. I think these two episodes. I think it's a bit much. It's it's a bit much. It's so over the top. Like like you were saying, a lot of stuff happens, but the stuff that happens, a lot of it's not pertinent to the storyline. Not at all. Not at all. You could have cut ninety. You could have cut seventy percent of this out. Like for example, the we'll get into it, but the 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 owner of this hotel or this motel, like. Where, <laughs> like there was nothing that implied this. There nothing. was nothing that was no, nothing. It was nothing. just out of thin air. She, Let's just make she, something out of is, nothing here. She is very lonely and very desperate, and that's 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 it. Yeah, Why she can't she can't read between the lines like nope. at all. No, nope. <laughs> no, nope, not at all. And then and then the hookup that does happen, I was like. That's more believable what? than the owner of this motel. And the thing about the oh, owner of the motel, but- the thing about the owner of the motel, as sh- she's walking towards the room, all dolled up, um, the makeup, the hair, the outfit, everything, all dolled up, looking for a good time, sees Corey leave. Leave the room. Leave the room, doesn't care at all, continues, nope. continues yep. on her mission. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> to get some action that night. <laughs> the the hookup that does happen though, like it makes sense, yes. but they never led up to it though. No, not at all. They the, never it just kinda like it happened. It just happened. It just happened. You're like That's weird. Okay. This is a really like, weird relationship. <laughs> this is a really weird relationship that we're getting. Um the the, the big thing for me, and I can you ended episode four, Doom Patrol, with Rachel opening a portal. She opened a portal. and Why they, wasn't it talked about at all in this episode? Why was it exactly? Why wasn't it talked about in this episode at all? When they're in the barn and they're all showing off their powers and she just turns into Raven and the black smoke comes out of her mouth and, and it's just swirling around, I would have been like, no, no, no. Where's the... 
if I'm if I'm Dick Grayson in that moment, no, no, where's the portal? You you did something right. else. That's the power that we need to work on. Like that's that's what this is. And that, but no, no, no I, I agree. Nothing, nothing, I totally nothing agree. about it at all. That bothered me. That bothered me. Like there was there was a couple of things in these two episodes that bought. That's one of them, and the other one is just how much they're just. They're hammering it. They're coming. They're going to do this. They're, they're It's going to happen. It's so, yeah. I'm done ranting and raving about it. Why don't you, uh, why don't you get us into this? Cause get into it? Yeah. All right. All right. So we open with Dr. Adamson. Yep. Listening to a radio. Yeah. Scrambling <laughs> some eggs. And what I mean by scrambling some eggs is he hatches, he, he cracks open an egg and, and there's, there's a chicken, there's, there's a chicken inside of it and he, and he stares at it <laughs> and then he just proceeds to just mix it up. Sprinkle some salt on it. It's gross. I love his character though. Everything about this guy screams psychotic. And it's just like oh, big time. he's 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 picking up the detonator. He's fiddling around, thinking about pushing the button. We find out what the button does, but he wants to push the button. He doesn't push that. Who cooks? Who cooks in a thousand dollar suit? Like the this suit this must have cost him a, a couple of grand easy, and he's frying eggs. Not and right. and and then the, the the bird that's inside that he doesn't care at all. He just scrambles it up, and okay. Right. He's out of his mind. (laughs) He's twisted. Well, he gets his phone call about this patient. The patient's not ready yet, or one of them's failed. They keep failing, yada, yada, yada. They're not ready yet. And we'll we'll, we'll touch base on that in a little bit. Um, And then we switch over. We we go back to the four the four of them the, this team that's being built and they're driving around in a minivan. Yes, they are. They have traded in the Porsche. Yes, you, yes. For a minivan. I wonder how Bruce feels about that one. This Porsche has Bruce Tech built <laughs> into it. And you traded it for a minivan. Uh huh. I'm guessing Bruce has like a tracking device on this car somewhere. We'll talk that about he knows. We'll, we'll talk about a tracking device later. We'll get there to the tracking devices later. But absolutely, one hundred percent agree with you. There's a tracking device somewhere on this car. I could just imagine Bruce Wayne sitting in the back cave, looking at his Porsche, like that's a used car art. What is he doing? What is happening right why, now? Why is it being sold? <laughs> like what's going on? A minivan. Well, they're talking about this hotel. There's only one entrance and one exit. It's so it's easy to monitor. It's quiet. There's nobody around. There's basically there's one way in, one way out, and we can handle this. Really smart. Really smart. No problems here. No problems at all. Really smart. Yeah. I like that. Yes. So Grayson goes into the front desk to get the four keys, and okay. the lady at the front desk <laughs> is Gaga over this guy. And he's like, sure. <laughs> She's like, so I had this crappy hotel. 
for my crappy husband and I do literally mm-hmm. nothing and the ice machine is broken. So if you need me, I'm in room 101. I'm usually just up come late. let me know. <laughs> I'm usually up late. <laughs> like she's she's hitting she's hitting it so hard and getting zero nothing. response. Nothing. Zero nothing at all. It always he's asking He's asking where food is, and she's like, there's a pizza joint. That's about it. Yada, yada, yada. Nothing big. But go ahead. I always have a really good time, like, talking to people like this who just have very limited social skills or don't know how to read a room at all. Like, it's always so much fun talking to people like that because she is completely off base. She does not, like, understand at all that there's zero interest here. Here. she doesn't care like he's oh. he's just he's like just trying to get his keys and gets out and she's leaning over the counter talking about the ice and just like putting herself all out there and the whole time dick is just like yeah i i gotta go sure <laughs> bye she doesn't care she doesn't, doesn't care, care at all and oh man <laughs> Okay. It's fant- it's fantastic. It's, it's like, awesome. <laughs> you can tell she hasn't seen a single human being in the last, like, three weeks. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. I get five visitors a year. Like, <laughs> this lady's, like, she's hurting. She's hurting for some, like, human interaction. Yeah. It's so bad. Yeah. It's so bad. Well, we're in the hotel room, and Grayson's like, we're going to start an alliance. Well, of course, this is the Titans. They're going to start a team of that's what that's what we're building up to. So we're getting here. We have a mutual need and our need is to stay alive. And our goal is to protect basically Rachel because they, quote unquote, they, we don't know who they are, but they nope, are they. after Rachel. Rachel's like, it's my dad, yada, yada, yada. He's mm. after me, but who's they? You know, this is they, them, the men in black. It's that whole, you know. There's a lot. There's all these like TV shows where they talk about or movies. They they go about they, but no one knows who they is. Well, we are. know we we know who they are. They're lizard people. <laughs> They're What's lizard wrong, people. baby? <laughs> What's wrong, baby? And they, they're, they're lizard people and you need special glasses to see them. That's who they are. Every time I hear, and I've been doing this forever, ever since like 20 years ago when I first saw the movie. Like anytime I, you go through that they, them, the others, I'm always like, oh, good, great, lizard people. Perfect. Yeah, lizard people. <laughs> and I'm always upset when glasses. it's never lizard people. <laughs> this, But this scene here, I like it. I like that I like that Dick is actually taking charge and he's being the leader that he has to be. However, yes. it is such a ripoff from first class. X-Men first oh, class. It is such a ripoff yep. from X-Men first class. It's not they're not shy about this at all. They're doing they're doing the whole thing. Show us your powers. She misses. The other one can barely do anything. And the other one is awkward about like the whole thing. Everything from top to bottom about this was just like but putting I Dick Gray say- Putting Dick Grayson in the Xavier role here, I buy, and right, I I, I do buy it. I and I like it. I, I will say right. that I do enjoy this. Well, we to get into that, he you know he 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 goes. It's time to train. Here's what I would have liked. I would have liked a train like a, a more of a training montage. A montage here would have been good. Yeah, 
They they do one thing each and they kind of move on. I think the training sequence was a little quick. Mm-hmm. Um, there was more there was there was more dialogue than training. Mm-hmm. And I think doing like dialogue, a little bit of montage, a little bit of dialogue, a little bit of montage for a few minutes would have fit perfect here. They did not do that. Because I don't I don't know why. Um, I mean just so they could have a line later on where Corey says, I've seen guard naked. So nothing shocks me. I think that's like the only reason why they did this scene is so she could have that line later on. But outside of that, outside of that, we didn't get to see the portal open up. There wasn't this giant montage. We Grayson still kind of like, I'm not going to tell you what I do. I'm here to protect you. Yeah. So you don't get killed. Okay. Right. Great. What does that mean? So, but to get through it real quick, Corey shows her powers first. We come to find out her powers come from the sun. She absorbs the sun. Um, so basically, she's nuclear man. Yeah, that can throw flames. Yes, because in the dark she has no powers. None. I thank God she can fight. At the very least, she's a martial artist, so she can take care of herself. But it makes everything a little bit more interesting that she can't use her powers at night, or or mm-hmm. she needs time to recharge or whatever. I always like I always like when the when the weakness is something like really really simple, like it's and it's easy easy to put together. Oh my god, something's happening at night. Raise attention. You can't use your power. What are we gonna do? I like that. I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. But she, like, she put that she can still fight. So unlike Nuclear Man, who just like guts down, <laughs> yeah, she, she still has the ability to to hold her own. Um, mm-hmm. Beast Boy turns into a tiger. He needs a few moments to get ready, though. Everyone's shocked. Everyone's shocked at each person's ability, which I think is really cool. Like they all think it's really really cool. Um, I love how they they talk about they asked they asked Gar how he turned into what he turned into and it's like the flu someone's like the flu turned the you flu. into a tiger yep. yep basically um i love it have you eaten anyone before eaten anyone i've never even bitten anyone much less eaten somebody great yeah. we're gonna have a vegan tiger on our team this some of the there are some one-liners especially from the nuclear family <laughs> that happened in this episode that I get a kick. I get a kick out of it. It's fantastic. It's fun. Yeah. Anything from you? Not yes, here. No. Not yet. Okay. So we come to Rachel's part. She doesn't want to do it. She's afraid because she's scared. Grayson's like, it's a part of you. It's okay. You have to control it. That whole, you have to control it bit that is yeah. in every single superhero movie. Yep. She does her thing. Black tar, black smoke comes out of her mouth. Yep. Um, she's becoming Raven. Yep. They're telling her to control it. She can't. Corey shoots flame at the giant cloud of smoke, and it knocks Rachel over. It hurts her. Yeah. Um. So this smoke is a part of her. I guess which so. I, which is weird. I've never seen that before. It's different. But it's definitely different. And I. I like that as well. I also like that you're getting kind of like you're, you're you're getting somewhat a definitive answer that even though Rachel is afraid of Raven, I'm I'm of the opinion now that there's nothing 
evil about Raven. Like if Raven right, no, wanted, she's just scared. She's just scared. If Raven wanted to cause a lot of damage in this moment, Raven would have caused a lot. Of, like Raven would have done something if Raven was evil. I I don't think that's the case. I just think Rachel's terrified. I don't think, I don't think a little flame would have knocked Raven. Probably not. Probably not. Like if she wanted to rise above that, she would do it easily, and she could have handled Corey in a heartbeat. Absolutely. I will also yeah. say. I will also say that this, and I said this before, but I'm going to repeat myself. This is the part where Dick steps in and goes, no, no, where's the portal? Like, that's the power. That's the one that we have to, like, like we have to figure this out. You have to learn how to use this. This is, this is, this is the part. <laughs> like, but nothing. Right. Like, how'd you do that last time? Nothing. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's that part. I wish they did. Like, I wish they had touched upon that. Even the, even one line, even one line, would have made up the difference. Or what would be even well, what would what would be even better if you're not gonna show the portal? If you're just gonna, if if the last episode was just to tease the idea of the portal, and we'll come back to that later. Fine. At the very least, here, I'm. I I kind of want there to be somewhat a conversation between Raven and the others, not Rachel. Like yeah. I kind I kind of want. I think that would be a little bit more important. Like this is the part where Dick steps in and wants to talk to Raven. Like that's right. But and we still, I mean we're seeing Raven talk with Rachel a little bit at a time. Yes, yes, that's happening. But it needs. It does need to grow from that though. Absolutely. I agree. I like agree. I thoroughly agree with that. Okay. Um, so the new subject is now ready. <laughs> Dr. Adamson comes in, look at the guy. He is, his eyes are, you know, like you were saying, they're, they're kept orange. open. Cla- yeah. He, so how long, and this is another line. How long until he's fully cooked? Oh, about an hour. Yeah. Until he's fully cooked. Great. Cool. Great. We're cooking people now. Yeah. And Fantastic. He even, he even has that line about what, what is he seeing in the hallucination? And the, the nurse or the doctor, whoever's in this facility, just goes the darkest parts of his mind. And I'm like, that's... That's interesting. That's really interesting. Because normally when you get scenes like this, like uh, they, they did it in Clark Garns. They even touched upon this in like in Lost or whatever like that. And there's even books written on MK Ultra and the way that those things would work. You would get like images on like a wall or a, or a giant screen. It would just be like flashing images of whatever they want to like imprint on your brain. I've never heard right. it in a way where it's like the darkest parts of your mind. So... Is I don't think he's looking at anything. I just think whatever drug he's on, it's just like this is what's happening. Like that's wild to me. I don't like I, Scarecrow. Yes, yes. Ooh. Right. Hmm. Huh. Oh, I like wonder. That. Yeah, I wonder too. That makes sense. Ooh. That, not, that just popped into my head. Yeah. Not, I haven't thought of that until just now. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. I wanted yeah. to introduce him at all at some point. Maybe, but, maybe that would make yeah. sense. Um, well, now we're about twelve to fifteen minutes into the episode, and the opening title scene happens. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really long opener. It was a really long opener. Really long opener. Um, yeah, super long. So I, I don't, I don't. I was like, like, like. I was not expecting it to take this long, but it did. So, we are now introduced to Nuclear Dad, Nuclear Stepdad. Nuclear Stepdad. Comes home, meets the family. 
Mom hides the old photo of nuclear dad with the family. Why? Because he cares. They're brainwashed. Why? No one cares. <laughs> Honey, you get the... I mean, this is obviously 50s. This is the 50s. Everyone's dressed in the yes. 50s. Yes. This is this is Leave it to Beaver. This is all of that yeah. stuff. Yes. Honey, I'm home. <laughs> I think I think the nuclear brother goes, well, Eve has, why can't we have two moms? Eve has two moms. <laughs> what? Because <laughs> that was a thing in the 50s. No, it wasn't. <laughs> I, I, you know, I don't, never mind. Here's the thing. If they, if they're going to use, speaking of, speaking of Oedipus, like, it's like, like Oedipus, Norman Bates, like like the whole thing about that, like two moms, that's your mom. Why? Why? Why do we have, why? But I digress. No, no. I, I I don't get it. Cause it's one of those things where it's like one, if they were. If if we're using a line where it was common in that time frame, it would make sense. Yes. The 50s, it was not common. Not at all. So to have that be a line for people who are impersonating a family from the 50s, it doesn't fit. I I I get what I get where you're coming from. Um I I'm not I'm never gonna be the person that wants to apply any kind of logic to the brainwashed. They're they're brainwashed. There's nothing. There's nothing there. They're sacks of meat, uh, you know, operating under whatever influence. They're not right. thinking for themselves at all. At exactly. all. No, this is it's, it's, it's all twisted. It's, it's wild. all twisted. And I love I love the the line from Stepdad or <laughs> Nuclear Stepdad. Let's get it right this time. Good luck, sir. Go ahead. I want to see how this right. works out. Uh, well, they go to the car dealership. They're looking at the Porsche. Mm-hmm. Of course. If they know where the Porsche is, you know Bruce knows of where the Porsche course. is. Of course. Of course. My question is, how do they know where the Porsche was? Right. They don't go into that. They completely nope. skip all over that. They go from, yep. let's get it right this time, and then a bunch of time passes where we see nothing, and now they're at the used car lot looking at <laughs> the Porsche that, Porsche that that Mr. Grace, Detective Grayson, sold for the minivan. How right. do you know where the Porsche was? How? How? No idea. None. They don't, they don't talk about it. That is a that is a bit of a loophole. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, but sure. Just... They just don't talk about it. There's fireworks going on at my house right now. So if you hear big bangs, I apologize. Don't worry about it. Um, it's, that, it's that time of year. So, yeah. So they go into the dealership. They're talking to the to the car dealer. We want the make, model, and VIN number of this car that they bought. The guy's like, um, I don't know what you people want. And she's like, oh, but you do. Yes. Now we're just going to see how long it takes for us to have you tell us. Yep. And then they come out of the dealership with the information, obviously. Oh. Nuclear sister has blood on her collar. <laughs> yes, she and does. And she's like, oh, he ruined my favorite shirt. Okay. So mom pulls out a Tide stick and magically makes everything disappear on her shirt. Like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how that it works. That is not at all how it works. No. No. You ever get blood on a white shirt? Yeah. It's not coming out. <laughs> it's, it's not, not for, happening. No. 
No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so. Well, we, we, we track back over to Rachel and Gar. They're connecting a little bit more. Little info dump here on how Gar turns into Beast Boy or how he turns into the tiger. And he kind of tells her to close her eyes and then walks her through, you know, like trying to have her feel what it feels yeah. like as he's talking about it as he changes into it. So yeah. there's this connection going on. Yeah. And I do appreciate this because even in the, I don't know what the cart, the comics, but in the cartoon, they're the two that have the biggest connection. Like he likes her, she likes him type right. deal. Yeah. Um, so they are keeping with that. And I appreciate that. Um, you see even Grayson and Corey are talking about them. Um, they're discussing the, the prophecy that we heard about while they were in the, the um, storage unit that she's the end of the world. Well, maybe she's the savior of the world. Well, maybe she's this, they're just having, you know, they're trying to tease out what this is the show trying to show us them thinking about what the end, what the end game is going to be. Sure. They're just talking about the possibility of what that will look like because they don't fully know yet. Yeah. They're talking it out. So there's one part about this scene that I really like between um, Corey and Dick. And they're talking about, you know, Dick's past and everything. And he has a line where he says, when you hide behind a mask for so long, it starts to give you a license to do things. It was getting out of hand. Okay, you know what? I'm on board now. If we're going to do the whole Bruce thing, let's just go full throttle with it. And this is this is a really good way to, very on the nose, very good way to, you know, plant those seeds even more. I was, I'm still against the idea of them introducing Bruce or Batman. But you know what? At this point, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Start laying, start, start laying the groundwork. I'm ripping off the Band-Aid. Just do it. And, and and to further expand upon his backstory and his character and everything, this is great. The, the, it gives you a license to do things, and it was getting out of hand. I really like that because it it <laughs> Batman's doing things that Batman shouldn't be doing. That's basically what right. I got from this, and, and Dick was not happy about the direction that the two of them were going. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm 100% fine, fine with that. I even prefer this um, if I'm going to forgive it, and I'm at the point where I will. If you're going to do Bruce or you're going to do Batman, I don't want the clean-cut hero right now, and that's clearly not what they're doing here. Give me the old man who's had enough and just he's doing what he got to do to get by and we we even see that later on in the episode when you know Dick is it becomes Robin and gets into the fight. He's violent. He's bloody. In the next episode, there are elements of that that are incredibly violent and bloody. And it's just it speaks more about what Bruce is doing. And I I, I like that. Make it different. And they're making it different. So I'm I'm warming up to the idea. Yeah, they're making Batman seem more more the vigilante than the hero. Yes. Yes. And I do appreciate yes. that. If they're going to do it, because do it, that, it yeah. were, we haven't, we haven't seen on screen. We haven't really seen Batman as the vigilante. Well, We've always it, seen him. He starts out as the vigilante, but then turns into the, to the hero. Right. To see him end as the vigilante. Yes. Is 
fantastic. Yes, absolutely. It's fantastic. The, the only hint that we ever got of that was that, like, the fantastical future um, um, scene and the Snyderverse. Yeah. Snyder cut. Yeah. The, yeah. The, that, that fantastical futuristic scene where Batman and Joker are friends and they're fighting on the same side and Batman got a gun and he's just wasting bad guys. Like, that's a different spin on Batman. It's it's more yeah. Frank Miller than than anything else, which I really appreciate. I want that like on screen. I want to see something like that. If they're gonna do something like that here, go for it. Just go for right. it. So that's Just do it. That, yeah, that's it, what make I will it what say. It is. That's what I will right. say. Um we're now Rachel is in the hotel. She's watching a little bit of the full house. I thought that was kind of funny. Sure. Um <laughs> She sees a mirror and Raven's in the mirror talking to her. Yeah. I don't know why Rachel's freaking out about this. Neither do I. Like, she knows it's there. Yeah. Like, she knows that Raven's there, but she's still, she has Grayson move the mirror. Why? I don't know why she couldn't move the mirror why, herself. Exactly. Why couldn't she move the mirror herself? Um. You just blew up a convent. A- you just blew up a convent. And open a portal. There's black sludge that comes out of your mouth, but you're scared to move a mirror. Yep, because she's afraid to look at herself, basically. I don't get this at all. She's afraid to look inside herself. <laughs> Guess <laughs> why? Why? Grayson, do it for... There are... Okay. There are some parts of this episode where I was just like... <laughs> this is one of them. This is the fact that Corey, the, the next scene, the fact that Corey can't figure out what she likes for alcohol is even better. Okay. Like, okay. Okay. What are we doing? Okay. What are we doing? Okay. She's having a conversation with the bar, the, the store clerk and the store clerk's like, this is what's for that. She's like, give me some tequila. Now, obviously people who want to, people who want to party by beer, people who want to think by whiskey and she wants tequila and we know that her plan before it even happens is to get dick drunk so that he spills the beans of who he is yep that is the plan yes yes well which i have something to say i uh, go ahead go ahead go for it no go for it so she brings the tequila back to dick's room and she immediately goes into it. The plan is to get you drunk so that you talk about who you are, blah, 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 blah. That he doesn't, even says it. Yeah. That doesn't happen. That that doesn't happen. No. Not at all. They um they just they get right to business and they're in bed. Okay? They get right to business and they're in bed. And then afterwards, they're both getting dressed. And uh, <sighs> After a couple of shots, they're ready. They, they they get down to business. They're both in bed. I have a couple of things here. Okay. All right. Now, my question is this. She still wants to talk about his past. She still wants information about him because he's like, do you want to talk about it? And she's like, what, the sex? No, I want to talk about where you've been. Did, did, did Detective Grayson just think that he was going to be that spectacular in bed that she was going to magically forget why she went to the room in the first place? Is that what's happening here? 
because that's that's what it seems like because he's he's she's like no we don't have to talk about it and he's like all right we're good then and she's like no no i still want to know the stuff the juicy details who are you where blah 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 like he's completely gone why i've that's okay because she played her card she played her cards wrong like she played her cards totally wrong she's thinking that if i give up myself he'll give the information first she thinks step number one if i get him drunk He'll t- he'll spill the beans. Two, if I tell him my plan, then I'm gonna get you drunk so you tell me your past. Maybe that'll help. That doesn't work. So three, I'm She's gonna sl- sleep with you. <laughs> Maybe that will give it up. Well, no. And all of these things fail like one, two, three, right in a row. Like, right in a row. Right in a row. Right in a row. Right in a row. And, and it's he- super awkward. It's she's like, can you zip me up? And he's like, sure. <laughs> zip. And it's just a super awkward moment. So I do think she likes him. Oh, I think she does too. I I do. I don't think, think he likes her the same way though. No, no, not at all. Nope. Not at all. No. Nope. It's yeah. It's definitely one of the more awkward and weird hookups I've seen, like on TV and in movies. It's like. And, and- Completely unexpected. Way like, it, of, it just... Way out of left field. It just... Way, way out, out of left exactly. field. Exactly. It, it just happens, and you're like, there was no build-up to this at all. It just happens. Um, well, this is the part where she leaves the room, and as she leaves and walks down the hall to her room, front desk lady starts walking up, all dolled up and dressed up with, you know, she has um, a bucket of ice with wine in it. And she pulls off one of the, 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 the dumbest lines. I got the ice machine fixed and the wine is on the house. And so is the company. What? What? <laughs> he- <laughs> He's like, I'm good. Thanks. <laughs> mind you, mind you. As she's walking towards the room, she's watching Corey leave, leave the room. <laughs> Doesn't care at all. Doesn't no. care at all. She goes full no. throttle for it. And and even when she is denied, like she is so she is she is flat out denied. She is defeated. She's not getting any action that night. She just like retreats into herself and she's like, Well, if you change your mind. I'm here. <laughs> and then he's like, what? I, know, I, I know, I know where to knock. And then she just walks away. That, that's it. <laughs> well, she walks away and he closes the door and he hears the bucket of ice fall on the ground. So, yep. yep. Something happened. Yep. Um, enter in nuclear mom and nuclear stepdad. They obviously knocked her out, killed her, did something. Yes. Um, and a giant fight between Grayson and these two happen in the sh- in the in the bedroom in the yep. hotel room. Here's what I don't get. Grayson as Grayson can fight, but Grayson as Robin can fight better. Yeah. So in this scene he fights the two of these guys. He mm-hmm. holds his own for a while. Yep. But then he gets mm. He gets Tossed out of a second story window through a railing, 
falls onto a car, dents the car. Like, yep. not just dents, like, crushes the car. From the second he's story. He's fine. He's like, fine. He's perfectly okay. He's not a... Not- then later on, he... Later on, he comes back as Robin, and he handles all four of them Yes, easily. he does. I don't know. I have no idea. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I will I will give you this. It doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I, the only thing is, I don't know, Batman tech, the suit, I don't get it. <laughs> Sure. (laughs) It's just one of those. This happens a lot in a lot of superhero shows, though, where as they're like, I understand like Superman, when he's Clark Kent, he pretends like he can't do it. You know, he's pretending. Yes. Yes. But when other characters are like Bruce Wayne, when you see him as Bruce Wayne, he can fight. Okay. When you see him as Batman, he fights better. Yeah. Like, I, I don't... I completely understand where you're coming from. I don't get that. It's, a, a, superhero, it's, a, superhero, it's a superhero trope that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I understand right. this. Like, like the suit... If if they... If, they, if comic storylines like, like this did a thing where it's like, the suit gives you something. Iron Man. Iron Man. Perfect Makes total example. sense. Tony Stark cannot fight his way out of a paper bag, but Iron Man can handle everything. I understand right. that. I'm fine with that. Um, Cap without his shield, not blocking a lot of you know oncoming attacks. I'm fine he with that. He can still fight though. He can still Shoot. fight though. Peter Parker is a weird should one. Should be able to. Should be he able should to be fight. Able to fight. He should be able to fight. Like the webs are just right. the the webs are well, depending on which version of Spider Man we're talking about. The web either comes from his like like you know um Maguire. Maguire right. came from his wrist. Garfield made the thing. Like I I, I understand. Holland. Yeah, Holland right. made him too. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Holland yeah. made him too. Like I get that. Like, but every every version of Spider Man should be able to fight halfway decently without the suit. I just I don't know. It's I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, yeah, it's weird. Like it's it's very weird. Corey ends up fighting the the, the nuclear kids. Yes, she does. Um, she handles them pretty well. Yes, she does. Um, they end up outside. Because that's where Rachel and Gar were talking. Mm-hmm. So they apparently were outside chatting the whole time that Corey and Grayson were. Let's get it on. Yeah. Um. So th- that's th- so they're all outside. Well, the three of them reconvene outside. We don't know where Grayson is yet. Um. And they're getting ready to fight the whole family. Corey tries to use her powers, but she can't because it's dark, dark out. It's dark. Great. Great. Well, all of a sudden, in comes Robin. And everyone's... And this is where Gar is, like, geeking out over the fact that Grayson is Robin. Like, he's like, you're Robin. This is so cool. He's totally geeking out. And this is the point where he... um, Grayson, or Robin, takes out the entire nuclear family. There Uh is... And this, this is... Mm. <laughs> this is where 
the the fireworks, let's say, the fireworks of one-liners from Nuclear Family start to really come alive. Robin <laughs> throws one of his Robin stars at mom, and it hits her in the forehead. Yes. Not hits her. Like, it's embedded it's in embedded her forehead. It's embedded into her skull. <laughs> she pulls it out, and she goes, you should put your toys away when you're finished playing with them. Okay. Yes. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I want to add something. I I want to add something here. I want to add something here. Now, the whole thing, like you said, the whole thing, Robin is able to handle all of them with relatively, relatively incredibly easy, right? He shouldn't be able to. He shouldn't be able to. He should at least get tossed once or twice because we watch nuclear stepdad rip a car door clean off of a vehicle and whack Corey with it like it's nothing. It's it's the easiest thing in the world for him to do. And he and and Robin has a nightstick that I'm assuming is, you know, animantium or or some type of advanced metal and nuclear stepdad Breaks that thing clean in half without breaking a sweat. Yeah. Like, there should be more of a fight here, but no. And this, is, this is why I say, even when he was when he was Dick Grayson's nuclear stepdad kicked him out the window and onto a car. Yes, he Then did. he becomes yes. Robin, yes. and now he's invincible. Yeah. I don't get it. I've never got that trope in comic book stuff, but it's always happened. Well, well, and well here, it, the answer is Bruce Wayne and, you know, Fox and money. <laughs> like, that's the, like, that's the, <laughs> like, this is the what answer. Is the, what is the answer to all of this? Bruce, Bruce Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Yep. Uh, so I'm, no, I'm with you. This should have been a bigger, I mean, it was a cool fight, but yeah. it should have, he should have been knocked down at least once or twice, at least once or twice. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the whole family now gets tied up. And they're talking about they, 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 the, the family came to deliver Rachel to their employer. Well, yes. who's their employer? And, and the, the, the one-liners continue. Well, my dear, loose lips sink ships. Jeez. No one likes a tattletale. <laughs> nobody likes a tattletale. <laughs> well, we'll be on our way, lickety split. <laughs> like, wh- <laughs> who wrote this episode? <laughs> <laughs> this is ridiculous. Ah, uh, yeah. I just, I, I, I love it like, though. I love it. It's fantastic. I love no, it's the nuclear brilliant. family. I love this. It's brilliant. Yes. It's up to this point, they have been like my favorite side characters. They're fantastic. Yep. Like their whole story is amazing. How long has this been going on? How many people have they intertwined into this family in and out over the years like how many variations of this family have occurred over the last <laughs> well that one died bring another one on bring another one on <laughs> i yeah yes uh well go ahead i was going to talk about what happens next go for it they're not that smart <laughs> This nuclear family. Because Dick goes into the car, pulls out a GPS. And finds their most recent location. Dr. Adamson is right there. Perfect. Yep. Yep. 
Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was really easy. That was that. Okay, you're not gonna tell us your employer's name. I'm just gonna go get your GPS. That that was that was relatively simple. We're done. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, that's fantastic. It was amazing. It was amazing. Well, he has a conversation with Rachel at first, telling him what's going on, telling her what's going on. Basically, he's going to go find out the answers. He'll be back for her. You know, she used to stay strong. You know, it's the whole master teaching Padawan type conversation. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll be back. Yada, yada, yada. Well, all of them come together. She's like, are you lying? And he's like, not this time. Well, now Gar's like, are we going to meet Batman? Yeah. Like, he, Gar is really now excited. We're going to meet Batman at some point now. To Beast your point. Boy, Beast Boy is very excited to meet Batman. At the idea of meeting Batman. But just, yeah. Right. So he he he's all giddy about that and geeking out on Batman. Corey's told by Grayson to kill nobody and that he'll be back and he promises. Yeah. He's going alone. Yes. Great. Yes. Well, we we pop back over in Chicago. He's in Chicago. He goes to the building where Mr. Dr. Adamson lives. He comes into the lobby. Little old lady there still trimming the same tree that she's been trimming for who knows how long. He goes to this computer to look up where Dr. Adams lives. There's one room. One room. That the elevator leads to. The penthouse. The penthouse. That's it. There's no other rooms in this house. That's a really tall building for one room. Yep. Yeah. It's like a very expensive suit to cook food in. Yeah. This is all overkill. Yes. Massive overkill. Very much so. He goes to the he goes to the elevator he goes to the elevator to get in. Little old lady comes by and offers him butterscotch. What's in this butterscotch? Obviously it's there to kill you. Uh, There's something in it to kill you. Yes. Poison. But what? It's it's poison. Yeah. Yes. I kind of want somebody to eat it. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. <laughs> I just want to see what happens. Yeah. Like, is it like a flesh eating poison where they start rotting from the outside, from That'd the inside cool. out? And you, yeah, it'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, well, we kick back over to the family, the nuclear family sitting in a row. Um, and cause Dr. Adamson realizes that Grayson's coming up and through his giddiness, the last few episodes, he finally pushes the red button. Yep. And you see the lights blinking in all four of their heads. And she's like, time for a nap, kids. Yep. And they're all expecting it. Yep. All kaboom. four of them. Kaboom. And then kaboom. The heads Corey go pop. Opens, go pop. Corey opens the door. I love oh, a response. Crap. He's going to oh, think crap. I did this. He's going to think I did this. <laughs> I like that. I really like that. That was cool. And the that funny thing nice is, is, and then she does end up getting blamed for it. Yes, I think it's fantastic. Very much so. I yes. think it's fantastic. Grayson gets to the penthouse, has a conversation with Adamson for a few minutes. He's we find out that he's working for Rachel's dad. He has only a few moments left. One minute until they come. Okay, the organization. Great. Yep. Coming to kill um, him. Coming to kill him. Yep. So we have a we have 
one time, we have one last chance for one last glass of champagne. Well, 10, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Here are the come down the thing. They come in. They, here they come. Guns a-blazing. Okay. Yep. They have guns. Yep. And he has a pot. Neither of them get shot. Nope. Rob, Dick Grayson, Dr. Adamson, neither of them take a bullet. There are nope. 12 guys, easy, that rush into this penthouse, all of them <laughs> with automatic weapons, and nobody yep. takes a bullet. Yep. Well, Grayson does get knocked out because he gets... Oh, yeah, sure. But basically from the, from the butt of a gun. He gets knocked out. He gets knocked out for three seconds because he wakes back up because smoke grenades come in and big reveal. It is now the new Robin. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Jason Todd. Who is the actual Robin in Teen Titans? Fine. The hair, everything. Everything. Like, ab- yes. Yes. I agree with you. Yes. Yes. The image, the image here. Um, the same image that I saw in a lot of comics, same image that I saw on the cartoon, even though I, I don't, I never watched Teen Titans, but I'm familiar enough with it to know, oh, wow, they nailed the way that this character looks. Even, even like the actor that they got, like the, like just the facial structure, like matches what was drawn of him. It's a fantastic casting. It's amazing. It's amazing. So I, I will say that. Okay. Jason Todd is introduced. There is a new Robin. Great. Great. That's it. <laughs> that is it. Roll credits. That is it. What? Okay. I, at this uh, at this point I just want to get it over with. At this point I just wanted to get it over with. Just introduce just bring in batman Batman at this point just bring in either batman or bruce one or the other they have spent six including the episode that we're about to talk about six episodes so far teasing and building up the introduction of bruce wayne just do it and get it over with at this point just just give it to me and get it over with at this episode this episode like you said this episode was a lot of filler the death of the nuclear <laughs> family was so stupid. It was so ridiculous. The ending was at the end. The fact that you have 12 guys come into the penthouse with guns. They're shooting and they hit nothing. They Zero. hit. They hit air. They hit nothing. There, nobody's bleeding. Nobody's hurt. Nobody suffered any kind of massive injury. Everybody's fine. And then Jason Todd rushes in to save the day. Well, come to find out, the organization is the Empire, and these guys are stormtroopers in different uniforms, and they just can't hit a single thing. That's what this is. They're stormtroopers. I guess they can't. I, hit, they can't hit anything. I Not even from point blank, almost. Nothing. <clears throat> nothing. It's wild. Fantastic. It's, it's wild. Um. Not the best ending so far. No, not at all. Not at so, all. I'm, 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 yeah, this was, this was a rough way to end an episode. 
to introduce Jason Todd this way. Just, just, just stormtroopers. Really, we're doing just. Oh my god! Somebody should have. Some one of them should have gotten shot, like a bullet in the leg or in the arm or something. Something to like. Here are the stakes. We're we're raising the tension. Injuries and things like that can't happen. Not just hey, twelve guys, all of them, all of them with guns. Not <laughs> okay. No, nope. I, I have to stop. Otherwise, I'll just keep ranting about it. There nope. was a, there was a lot, and there, but there was a lot in this episode that I liked. All of them in the barn, you know, getting to know each other and introducing each other to each other's powers, I thought was great. The team yep. realizing that they're working with Robin, I thought was fantastic. Um. Every- I will say for a filler for a filler episode, it's one of the better filler episodes I've seen. It's an okay filler. It's an okay filler episode. It's an okay. It's certainly better than the next episode that we're about to talk about. You certainly really didn't better. Like it, did you? I hate everything about this. It's certainly <laughs> better than the next episode that we're about to talk about. And yeah, it's pretty rough. On that note, I am done. So am I. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So. Well, everyone, it was a pleasure. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll talk with you later. Good night, everybody.